Salutations, Snyderheads. You're listening to Zack Snyder's Zero to Zero, the podcast where we are watching the movie Watchmen for four weeks instead of five because we didn't want to watch it for that long. I'm Sam, a.k.a. the Color Misser. Okay. Hi, I'm Giga, and I'm tired of these podcasts getting caught up in the tangle of their bits. Uh, is this how you're telling us that you're quitting the podcast? It's how I'm... T- um, no, it's, this one's okay. This one's like Mars to me. Okay. Okay. And I'm Val Flight Cub, and I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I watched it. You're watching it right now, Ethan. I'm watching it right now on 3x speed silently. Just like I'm not eating a, uh-huh. a, a chicken wrap. Oh, my God. I'm the most professional Am I podcast the only professional is. here? Yes. Um, yeah, because you're the one that gets paid and you never give us any of the money. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, speaking of money, we have <laughs> some some news to address. Oh. Uh-huh. Which is that I was literally editing the previous episode of this podcast and I got to the part where we were talking about the Wonder Twins movie, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then I was like, "Oh, I wonder what's. I wonder if there's any any news on that." And I looked online and saw that it had been canceled. <laughs> no! Rip. Oh my god! It was canceled for being forty million dollars over the thirty-five million dollar max budget for HBO Max originals. Hmm. Wait, what? So like it was the, supposed to be $35 million, and it that was instead $75 That is like the million. hard limit that uh, HBO Max originals were given, and this had a budget of $75 million. Oh my god. I feel like when you're, when you've already spent that much money, like, you might as, like... Well, I don't, I don't think they had spent it. I think that was what they were planning to spend. Oh, okay, they over-budgeted it. Because it, it was, it was pretty early in development. Yeah. It's, uh, so it, so that's it our was impossible for them news. to think of a way to make the movie half as expensive? I, do, I don't know. I guess I guess the president of Warner Bros. was just mad or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> uh, that's our first piece of news. Our do second piece of news is... News? What's that? Do we have any senatorial news? Cinematorial? What? Sen- s- senatorial. Like, se- I don't know what that means. Senate. Senatorial. News from the Senate. Should I? About maybe a, a particular senator from Texas? Oh, about ah! Ted Cruz <laughs> saying that Rorschach is one of his favorite superheroes? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a great character. Mm-hmm. He's not a satire of anything in particular. No, nothing. <laughs> no. He's definitely supposed to be a person you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you're Ted Cruz, who is a normal person who knows how to be a human. With normal politics. You you see him and you say, yeah. I would go so far as to say that the man is beyond reproach. Uh, well, that so that's another great piece of news. This The, the other thing that I was going to say is that I have found another Screen Rant article that I'd like to read, but I will, I will leave it up to the two of you to decide when we do that. Mm. Because I don't think that this viewing is as grotesque Mm. as the previous one i'd say that there's a more intense point of grotesquerie i did just watch Mm -hmm. the weird dream that night owl has yeah and that's pretty grotesque uh when i see two skeletons kissing i'm like that's not natural (laughs) the skeletons kissing uh, it would be one thing if i knew that both skeletons were boys or both Mm -hmm. skeletons were girls but the fact that they're it's two straight 
The boy skeleton and a girl skeleton, that's not natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I was talking more about the skin peeling off thing. Um, anyway. Oh, that's pretty gross. Spoilers, I, I guess. I mean, not the most gross thing. No, this is uh, a violent film. No, but I would say that it's not even a particularly violent moment that's very disturbing. Am I forgetting something? Are you forgetting the part where you see a child's leg being ripped apart by two German oh, shepherds? That's right. I oh, was Jesus. forgetting that. I didn't see that in time. I didn't. I watched that too you fast. You saw it really <laughs> fast. Yeah. I saw it really fast. I just yeah. noticed. Yeah. I was like, okay, and then there's dogs Can- doing something. Got it. Okay. Can I ask? You're, you're still watching it right now? Mm-hmm. They're saving the people from the apartment. Mm. Do they have chipmunk? Fire. Do they have chipmunk voice? I don't know because it's on. Uh, it was it was muted when I was listening to it. Though it was just they were talking really fast, like when mm-hmm. you listen to a podcast at two x or whatever. Mm. Ah, boring. Yeah. L- mm-hmm. Look up go- the Google exchange that doubles the pitch as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so my question is: Should we read this article throughout now? Does it, does it have end? a? Does it have an introduction? You want me to read the introduction? Mm-hmm. DCEU. 10 Ways the First Suicide Squad Movie Has Aged Well The success (laughs) of The Suicide Squad is without doubt, but what aspects of the 2016 original deserve appreciation from fans and do hold up pretty well? Is it without doubt? That's the subheader. Here's the actual intro. The release of The Suicide Squad has met with a a massively positive reception, with the follow-up directed by James Gunn winning over critics. The first movie had a largely negative response upon release, although supposed studio intervention has led to calls for David Ayer's original Suicide Squad cut to be released, as Zack Snyder's has. All things considered, the original Suicide Squad isn't all that bad, and the movie will certainly appear to be of much higher quality for viewers who watch it today. This is due to a number of factors, like the benefit of the sequel's success and the removal of the extreme hype that the Suicide Squad had to deal... Oh, sorry, that Suicide Squad had to deal with back in 2016. Oh, yeah, the expectations were just too high. So, the people liked the movie less because of the hype? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now that the hype is removed, people will like it. When you're looking at it I mean, I understand the logic of that, just not as it applies to this particular mm-hmm. piece of shit. I, it, 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 but it's not like it fit... It's not like it was a a Watchmen movie that didn't perfectly match the comic, so it had a bunch of hype to live up to and didn't. Yeah, it, I it was just a movie people thought were going was going to be really good and then wasn't. So then, I guess now when people, people watch it, they know that? it's not going to be as good. I, I I don't know. What is the hype that needs to be removed? All. Yeah. All it needs to be viewed. I gotta say, expect- well, let me let me just say this. I watched it I expecting think we it to were be particularly a big piece of shit, and I hated it. Right. So you would say that that was hype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. It was anti hype. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was anti hype. Right. And so- it let me down. I loved it. Oh. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I. I. I didn't have any expectations for it, and I hated it because it sucked. Uh, should I just read this now? Can I say no. I when I, I I have a few moments ago um d- went to the sex scene that's in this mm-hmm. uh part and, and I we go I, real I, hard. I amped it up to six X and it was still <laughs> way too long. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I heard the wizards are going to go to the in front of It was serious. It was. I mean, six times is the optimal speed to watch a sex scene on. Just the, 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 well, the, yeah, it's the only time that they do a realistic speed of humping. It's the fastest. No, I was making a joke about Latin. Six sex? Sex. Sex? Like sex means six. Sex. Six. Sex. 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 I also just finished sex. the section, so I'm all caught up now. Okay, good job. What if they boned in front of Rorschach? What if he'd probably really, really like that? <laughs> he would probably be like, "This is just like when I was a kid, where I was having a great time." Yeah, I have a normal okay, so relationship with women. Do you want me to, you want me to read this at the end then? Uh, we'll read it throughout. Let's. Oh wait, is it is it a single? Yeah, it's ten items. I think we'll need to start now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's let's go with number 10 then. Number 10, the family dynamic. <laughs> the team may have been thrown together for the mission, but the movie did highlight that they eventually saw themselves as family. I don't remember uh-huh. that part. El Diablo mentioned this as the reason for his sacrifice as the characters resemble a dysfunctional family who worked together when it counted. I with see. the continued success of franchises like Fast and Furious and Deadpool 2 also bringing this aspect forward, Suicide Squad holds up well for adapting the characters this way. Looking at the movie through this lens showcases how similar every team member was, which is a thing that I famously really <laughs> like about I'm, these films. I'm, uh-huh. And that's, you know, what famously constitutes a strong family or team is how similar all the people are, that they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Just a homogenous, every character just blends together. I love it. It's saying it's good that they have the they have the family thing because they mention it like they they say in the movie that they've become like a family mm-hmm. i don't which think is, they did though well diablo calls them he says i lost one family i'm not gonna lose another mm-hmm. fuck you but remember that's... anything about this movie that's amazing it's beautiful <laughs> i think but it looks like it holds up pretty well but that doesn't mean that they do that in the movie it just means they say it i'll, I'll read one more okay Number nine, the unintentional humor. Let me just show you the picture that's attached here for reference. Unintentional humor? Ugh! Hi, Jared. What's While the comedy a- fell flat for most at the time of its release, the movie has since ventured into satirical territory. So, wait. Oh. So they're saying... This is another Screen, a- screen Rant article saying that the best part of a DCEU movie is zero to zero. <laughs> so this is like I, I mean I can appreciate this sort of postmodern commentary about it. It, it it's like it's good phenomenologically like like it doesn't a movie can it's be it's funny that a, this movie happened a movie can age well because people respond to it even regardless of the author's intent uh, in a way I wouldn't that, call that the movie aging well though no me neither no me neither um. <laughs> I would say it's maybe okay. like the movie being preserved, um, being preserved well, like a French fry I'm, in a, right, it's I'm a just jar. Trying, on I'm a trying, McDonald's French fry in a jar. No, if there's no one else to do it, I, 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 I'm, I, I like to be the one to approach these things with a, with, with in good faith. Right, which mm-hmm. we definitely did. I also like to say that that the movie has ventured into satirical territory. What is it like satirizing? It has retroactively become a satire. What is it satirizing? You know, movies in retrospect, that think they're good. it's sort of a joke about how superhero movies are very bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I guess you be... could say, like, in retrospect, Rorschach is satirizing uh, insane Ted Cruz. fascists. And... Uh, 
And then you'd be, I guess you'd be right, but those people have existed back when Watchmen was made, too. It can be entertaining to laugh at things like the Joker screaming hunka hunka for no reason, and Slipknot's death mere, mo- mere moments after his oh, we'd introduction. Oh, we'd love to laugh at that. We laughed viewers, at that because we thought it was funny. As viewers won't expect much out of these moments. I disagree. I, th- I think it was pretty fucking obvious that Slipknot was going to die. Yeah. It ends up giving the movie pretty good replay value due to the many times these scenes pop up. Are you saying that the, the movie <laughs> that is... scene's in the movie every time I watch it. Are you saying they the movie pop is up good every time. because you can make a drinking game out of it? <laughs> and the hammy quality it provides can make Suicide Squad grow on viewers. Oh, sorry, grown on viewers. Oh, it certainly groaned on me. <sighs> and I groaned on it. Uh, should we talk about the film? So, uh, we're out of the war room and into the boardroom. I don't know what I'm saying. The boardroom? We're into the boardroom. We're in Adrian's office. You had said that. Um, we're in Adrian's (laughs) office. Well, I did in editing. Um, (laughs) the, uh, we're in Adrian's office. The Twin Towers are back there. Uh, and he's talking to a bunch of people. And, uh, Val, what is he talking about? Yeah, Val. So, He's talking about, um, they're like, Adrian, your plan isn't very good because you have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just quiz you on the movie for this whole episode? Yes, you should. Who um, was Adrian did... talking to? Somebody with a rubber face. Well. No, these guys have normal faces. Another guy. Well, they looked a little bit like perhaps they were supposed to look like someone. No. Which real life businessmen did Adrian Veidt talk to in his office in Watchmen? Uh, the movie? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're telling him that his idea for um, unlimited free energy is stupid and bad and socialist and also communist and he shouldn't do it. And he's like, well, how about this? I'm going to and also go fuck yourselves. I'm Bye. sorry, we were looking for Lee Iacocca. Lee <laughs> Iacocca. <laughs> oh my god. Giga with the good faces here. Lee Iacocca, by the way, who I did read that he was alive when this movie came out, and he was like, why did they make a movie where someone <laughs> right, shot me shot <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> that must have been it's pretty like, well, surreal to watch. Because somebody made a book where they shot you in the head. <laughs> I mean, no, if I was he the wasn't guy, in the comic. If I was the guy who played and Adrian, that's so funny. Wait, I would be, I'd be like, why did they make a movie where I'm making this face? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Joey Wheeler. He looks <laughs> like a turtle. Oh, yeah, he, he looks like Turtle stairs, Guy. Bro. He looks like a turtle, like the turtle guy from uh, Master of Disguise. From Master of Disguise. And, oh, just yeah, like, and yeah. you know, the, the Twin Towers are in this shot. And... The um the big purple elephant from before that I thought was going to be Archimedes, um, I don't know why also... you thought that. There was no I don't basis know for that. Thought. I'm just I'm just stupid. Um, you thought that there would be a big flying elephant? Wow, you must be a real dumbo to think that. <laughs> well, I mean, Dumbo's a small flying elephant. You you piece of shit. <laughs> Um, no. Dumbo facts. 
<laughs> Hashtag Dumbo facts. And so, dear baby Jumbo, dear baby Jumbo, dear, dear, dear baby, baby Dumbo. Dumbo. <laughs> so, did you listen? You gotta listen to the new Zero to Zero. They're spitting hashtag real Dumbo facts. They're saying <laughs> shit like ear baby Dumbo. It's so funny. It's uh, so uh, he's like, well, uh, you're a beta cuck, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm. Alexander the Great. He's the only guy I've ever looked up to. But he's fucking dead. He's dead. I never got to feed him. It, we forgot to feed him, is that what you said? <laughs> I never <laughs> got to meet funny. him. He died. I never got to meet him. He died at 30. <laughs> Alexander the Great he is dead. I forgot to feed him. Shit. Alexander the so Great, mad. my lizard, is dead. He died at 30 because like no one fed him. Alexander <laughs> wept because there was no more wet food in his bowl. <laughs> Uh, so he explains his plan. He's like, I want to do conquest, but not of humanity, of the evils that beset humanity. And mm-hmm. you're evil. You, you're the drug pushers of oil and stuff. And then a guy bursts in with a gun. And this was, oh, the by the way, the elevator doors open and he's holding a pizza and he drops the pizza. So you no, know this guy's bad news. Pizza. Damn, that's a really long pizza. This is the part where I, I I really need to shit on this movie that I hate. Uh-huh. Okay. Because uh, I've I've gotten in the habit in these last two viewings of like having the comic open. Oh, in and tab. yes, this scene is the midpoint of Fearful Symmetry, uh, which is a yes. very iconic panel. Yes. What I wanted to specifically shout out though is how like colorful mm-hmm. this is. Mm-hmm. In the comic, in his mm-hmm. office, there's, like, bright yellows and greens and reds and stuff. But what if it was just a murky blue with maybe, if you're lucky, you get a splattering of brown? Yeah. It's like Twilight, but for grown-ups. Essentially, yeah. Uh, I, uh, so Fifty Shades. I do want to say about... Uh, is I, 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 I read some, too, this week, and I do want to say about the the... The print of the comic that's on um, archive of, uh, uh, archive.org. You were going to say archive of our own, weren't archive you? Archive of our own! I was. The print of the comic that's on archive of our own, I think, is a pretty... Um, it, I don't like it because... So, Fearful Symmetry, uh, the entire chapter yeah. like focuses yeah. on symmetry. And then this this panel where he hits the guy with like the brazier... Uh, or the candlestick or whatever he hits him. What I don't know what he hits him with. Anyway, he, I think it was like a like a metal pole that you would have like a rope on. Yeah, to like keep people out of a, an area. A balustrade. Um, sure. So yeah, oh, I'm Giga. I know the word for everything. When he hits the guy with a thing, it's like <laughs> the whole. It's it's the center of a page. So like you open it and the 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 entire spread is symmetrical. You have three panels and then the enti- like a big outside of the panel illustration of him hitting the guy into the pool and then another three mm-hmm. pages. And uh on the print that's on archive.org it's a page turn. <laughs> Yeah, which is just like I was. I was also very dis. I literally switched it into the like two panel, two page format to see that, and I was like, "Oh man," you know. That reminds me of the time that uh, at P got meet up when when I met you, Val, and I saw uh-huh. I saw you strutting, and I said, "Val, you strut." <laughs> Val, you strut. Thank you. I was I was looking for an opportunity to say that for the past minute, and it was not worth it at all. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, 
Yeah, so this is the part where I was where, like, yeah, oh my god, I didn't door... realize that I was strotting in front of people that P got made up, but no, you were just making a joke. <laughs> the elevator door opens and the guy comes in with the gun. He begins with i don't know if this was supposed to be like a toning down or a toning up of the comic because i think in the comic adrian's secretary just gets shot directly in the chest Uh immediately but in this he like shoots like a big gore hole through her leg yeah you see it from behind her leg so you see all the blood explode it was like way more violent but also like she's probably gonna be okay are you guys like i don't um, know if this is better or worse do you guys know what strotting is what what is strotting no Strotting, strotting, strotting. Mm. No, look it up. It's very, it's, it's nice. You'll like it. Is it bad? No, it's not bad. I promise. St- I don't know. S T O starting. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're starting. You're starting and farting. Oh, okay. Starting is when a when a Antelope gazelle quadruped. It's it's a binky. quadruped, particularly gazelles, in which they spring into the air, lifting all four feet off the ground simultaneously. Do you do yeah. that? It's a, it's a binky. Do you, do you, are Val is starting? Do I do that? Not in front of other people. Oh, okay, generally. <laughs> anyway, so the guy shoots a bunch of people. He blasts Lee Iacocca directly through the brain. And then uh, Adrian beats him up. In regular The guy speed. takes a... He, what? In regular speed. Yeah, in regular speed and not symmetri- symmetrical. To me, part of it was in, re- in, in uh, regular speed. Mm-hmm. And part of it was... <laughs> was super fast. <laughs> uh, this guy is really good. not good at killing um, Ozymandias. Yeah, was he there to kill Adrian? Because he did a terrible he was, job. He was there so. to kill Adrian. He did a very bad. How do job. you? How do you, as a person with a gun, oh, get it's a lamp. By someone? It's a lamp. Oh, it was a lamp. Okay. Lamp. Am I? Am I? Well, hmm, I don't know. If, do we care about spoilers? Do we I care about spoilers? I feel like I vaguely remember the reveal being that. Yes, Adrian hired this it's guy. Adrian did hire this guy, but I don't think that... That the, would explain why he did a bad job of I killing don't, Adrian. Well, I also don't... But I don't think that the guy knows that Adrian hired him. Mm. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't a lamp. It was the the, the balustrade. You're right. And There is anyway, also just so, a lamp. Man, So Adrian tries podcast. to interrogate him, but he swallows cyanide, and he burbles spit and foam, and it's gross. I mm-hmm. hate when they do that. Just like in Wonder Woman... Did that happen? Yeah, there was uh-huh. the guy. Oh yeah, it did. Isn't that fucking weird to think about that? Like this movie, a, a similar thing happens in this movie as it does in Wonder Woman 80, 1984? No, not I mean, Zack Snyder probably put it in Wonder Woman. Not eighty four. Regular when it happens Wonder Woman. in Watchmen. Uh, we Is go it to a regular diner. Wonder Woman. It's in oh, regular okay. Wonder Woman. We go Still to a not. diner where Laurie and Daniel are having mood. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> they're having mood. I meant, I meant to say meal and food, and I said the <laughs> I hope you're fucking oh, sorry. They're, they're stretching and they're going, oh, it was so great to moo just now, having mood. <laughs> they're having, uh, yeah, they're having feel. And they talk about how Wait, why cool are both and of the words that, is. Why are the Why is it if you <laughs> combine the feel? words meal and, fee- and food, both times it, it means the same thing, basically? <laughs> wow, you could sell, like, you could, like, get so much money out of people on, like, Instagram with that. Your mood and your feel. This could are, be a huge screenshot for Fuck Jerry. Food and your meal. Oh, so true, Bestie. So much serotonin is produced in your gut. Yeah. Well, it so may be true. in yours. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, Daniel says, hey, should be. do you want to do you want to stay at my place? And f- I, I mean, uh, uh, hang out. Uh, and she says, OK. And then they walk outside and fucking Rorschach is like journaling. He's like, watch Lori and Daniel today. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think they recognize me. They are in the I cafe. I wonder if they'll fuck. <laughs> I'd like to watch. Maybe I'll do they're, that they're, they're in the cafe that the purple elephant is an advertisement apparently for yes it's i true. just thought this was parallelism or something at some point in the in the adrian scene also the the purple elephant um blimp is right outside of mm-hmm. um adrian's window and i was very much like oh this is foreshadowing to indicate that um he there's a <laughs> adrian has an elephant <laughs> <laughs> No, and, the, and it's not parallel know. either because they cut all the parallelism from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Rorschach uh, narrates, he's like, I investigated the attacker whose name was Roy Chess. I found out he worked for a company called Pyramid uh, and I recognized the logo. I saw the same logo at Moloch's. So he goes back. But uh oh, Moloch has a hole in his head, and there's a gun on the table, and it's a, it's a setup, and the police are outside, and they know Rorschach is here. He has an extra hole in his head. We yeah. all have holes in our head. He has one more than you want. Yeah, a gun, a gun hole, a gun hole. Wait, he had a gun hole. I was just talking about his nostril. <laughs> you just oh, didn't I'm, like that he had a nostril. I'm sorry, it was really bothering. I'm sorry me. that you had to learn this way. Well, the, he does because Rorschach is like. Moloch, blah blah blah, and like goes to talk to him, and like goes to like smack him on the head or something, and Moloch's head like tilts back to see, so you can see that he's like you know dead, mm-hmm. and so you can kind of see right up his nose. And Rorschach looks looks at all the holes in his head, and he's like, okay, nostril one, two, that's right, mouth, yeah, that's <laughs> supposed to be there, left ear, right ear, uh-huh. uh huh, forehead. He like feels his own forehead. <sighs> I don't think that's supposed to be there. <laughs> Rorschach's journal discovered a new kind of hole. <laughs> Do you think Moloch was trying to trick me? Uh, so the SWAT team burst in, and he sets them on fire with a makeshift flamethrower. And I alt tabbed because it's a fight scene, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long he, fight he scene just, too. Yeah, he just like mildly injures some cops. He throws them he, down the stairs. He or does the, the you better. He does the you better stop. Uh, <laughs> some of them. He what? ultimately gets uh, overwhelmed well, you, you and I, unmasked. That the vine. The, you better stop. You better stop. I don't think I know that one. Oh, uh, it's I like don't know it the guy with the Is can of hairspray in a house, and he's like running around with it and lighting. They're like, you better stop. You better stop. And then he sets it off, and she's like, ah. So that's that vine. What that vine is like? If um, if you haven't seen it, you don't need to now because that's what it was like. Excellent. Well, there we go. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. The beauty about talking about any vine is that you will inevitably talk about the vine for at least three times longer than the vine is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he gets unmasked, and oh my god, that's the guy who's been walking around with the sign that says the end is nigh. It turns out that Rorschach was a lunatic Whoa. the whole time. No. He was he just undercover so as a lunatic. Mm. He yeah, says, when right. they they rip off his mask, he says, give me back my face. So the 
the mask is his true face and removing the mm-hmm. the mask gives him a mask. Wow. Mind that's, blown. That's really deep. Me watching the movie Watchmen. Oh, wow, that's so deep. Me reading the comic Watchmen. Holy shit, that's really cool. That's really clever. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's identified on the news as a guy named Walter Kovacs, and he's, be- he's uh, being put in prison for the murder of... S- Edward Jacoby, is that his name? Whatever. Moloch. Moloch, yeah. Uh, He's escorted into prison and everybody's screaming at him and they want him dead because he's Rorschach and they're criminals and they don't like him. They know he's Rorschach. Can we get another? And one of them knows his family history, weirdly. Can we get another way in which his his age good? Okay, but only because you sound so enthusiastic about it. (laughs) It's the only thing that's going to keep Giga alive. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. eight. Way that Suicide Squad 2016 has aged well. Margot Robbie's first appearance as Harley Quinn. Uh, yeah, I guess. Margot Robbie has emerged as the biggest takeaway from Suicide Squad, even if her Harley Quinn isn't always comic book accurate. <laughs> the bitch. Since her debut was in this movie, it will always be connected with her performance as it is the springboard from where Harley Quinn took off. Those wanting to follow the character development of Harley need to check out her first appearance, (laughs) providing Suicide Squad with excellent replay potential. She also stands out better now than she did originally, due to how glaring it is that Harley is the breakout character from the movie. (laughs) I, I I suppose so. It's a good movie to watch because... It made a character that did it. And you then can it's see also... Harley Quinn being all right compared to later when she's good. <laughs> I agree. And also, she's far and away the best part of the movie, which makes it fun to rewatch. To watch the movie. No, she's in other movies, so you could watch those where she's her. Number seven, being the first DCEU with an edge. Huh? With an edge. What? Although the execution left more to be desired. Suicide Squad will always be the movie that changed things up for the DCEU. Both Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice were fairly formulaic in terms of presentation, but this movie had a flair for anti-hero characters with morally challenging decisions to make. When? What? When? What? When, though? And how is Batman not that? How is Batman also not a morally great character with challenging decisions to make? Batman v Superman was not an edgy movie at all. No, not edgy at all. You can't even, you can't, it's not even like they don't say fuck or something in the other just, in like the other movies. Like, Batman tells Joker, I will fucking kill you. Yeah. (laughs) Like. To to be fair, that, that is in the Snyder cut. I mean, I would say, in fact, that it is decisive. Well, the Snyder Cut is the real version of the movie to me. It's, like, decisively less to be extra fair, that scene was literally filmed for the Snyder Cut, specifically for HBO. I know. So, they were probably taking some cues from Suicide Squad 1. (sighs) The dark comedy has also aged well due to civil... (laughs) Yeah? Yes? The dark comedy has also aged well due to similar movies like Deadpool making this part of its story. While the, while the successful execution of the edgy material in The Suicide Squad has helped the original in hindsight. What? Because, okay, so people were watching the original Suicide Squad and being like, my word! Dark humor! I've never seen oh, this before! God. Goodness dark me! Dark humor! Look at that it. train! The Suicide like Squad came out was like, no, no, this is what we do. <laughs> Can they say that? 
heavens. <laughs> but then <laughs> But then they watch the Suicide Squad and they're like, oh, this movie's pretty good. And then they rewatch Suicide Squad and they're like, you know, in retrospect, there's not quite as much gore in this one. And Harley <laughs> Quinn doesn't talk about pooping. Simply ahead of its time. <laughs> We would pretty for it. charming yet. by comparison. Woohoo! This is a delight! <laughs> Screen Rant, I love you. Okay. Uh, Rorschach is. Oh, this Rorschach character is what I can get behind. What a, what a jokester. Speaking of, uh, well, not that we are, but last last week I mentioned uh, the Dr. Manhattan monologue chapter and how good it is mm-hmm. and how the uh-huh. movie just reminded me of how good it is and I reread it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The the chapter of Rorschach talking to his therapist. Mwah. 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 It's so good. Mwah. It's not very good in this. Gross mm-hmm. 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 What's happening? <laughs> Daddy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, what, what? Giga was just eating more of the sandwich. No, I'm, I'm finished with the sandwich. What was, was going on? Uh, well, I was chef's kissing, and then I think Val started chef making out. Yeah, yeah I, I was mean, making... We, I we was, were both chef kissing. I was kissing the cook, but... Yeah. We're a polycule now. Who? Us, the podcast. All three of us yeah. and the chef? And the, and the chef, the, the arbitrary chef. <laughs> yes, all three of us in the chef. So Rorschach is meeting with his new psychologist who is, uh, uh, he's like, you know, if you cooperate, we might get you moved to a hospital where they can treat you for being a lunatic. I man. don't want help. He's like, everyone else is crazy and not me. Uh, uh, we do the, the famous inkblot test scene that's really good in the comic and not good, not in, good in the movie. Uh, he sees a dead dog. He says he sees a butterfly. He sees his mom kissing a man, and uh, he says it's some nice flowers. Uh, she yells that she should have gotten an abortion and closes and the door. Him. Yeah, that is that is. She does say that in the comic. That mm-hmm. scene in the comic is harrowing. It is very scary. Pro-choice mom for the win. <laughs> <laughs> She's girl bossing it. Yeah, we can't help but stand. Uh, I have I'm, to. I'm uh, drafting my screen rant article about why the mom is actually a. My a wig in this movie. is gone. I have to take issue mm-hmm. with the cowardly film, though, because they, they cut a, a shot that I really like in the comic, which is where he's flashing back to getting bullied by some big kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the comic, one of them, like, splatters some food in his face. And it like mm-hmm. leaves the sort of Rorschach ink blot shape yes. on his face, oh. and, and then he like attacks them. So, but good. that would be too fun to put in the movie. Also, in the comic, he like burns the kid's eye with a cigarette, but in this, he kicks him in the dick. And not saying that's worse. I'm just and saying bites yeah. he his does ear kick off? Him in the dick. bites his cheek off. His cheek off. Yeah, they. You don't in the comic. You don't see the flesh being removed. You just see him like biting and pulling at him. But we do uh, watch him like rip the guy's face. Yeah, he's a fair mouth. little guy. He's he's not little, great. He's not the kind of little guy you want to bully. Not great to look at. No, uh, as opposed to you know like a lot of children I'd like to bully. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's that Stranger Kids things kid. He's had it too good for too long. 
Which one? <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. I haven't seen it. It wouldn't mean yeah, anything the one. don't answer that question. So. Don't don't answer. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know anything about that show. Except 80s. Decade. Oh my god, the 80s. <laughs> Have you heard of that? The 80s. You... I wasn't there. I missed it. There was commercialism. <laughs> Did you know that? Oh, okay. I was I was at a, a dinner party last night. Everyone had to be tested before they um were allowed to be there, but um I it came up so I was like talking about the Sonic movie and then Sonic Two and then I started talking about some other movie and somebody was like, Oh, do you like really like movies? And I was like, Um No not really. I just I watched I've watched a lot of DCEU movies <laughs> because I have this podcast and I, I mentioned I was like the the craziest one is that, like I started talking about Wonder Woman 1984 and I was like, so the plot is and Wonder Woman, you know, wishes for this, for Steve to come back. The guy who was, oh, actually here, let me, and you pull out your phone and you just played the entirety of our Wonder Woman episode. I just started playing it, but I just, I I went, she, she makes a wish for him to come back and I just went, um, and the way that she comes back and the person across from me just started giggling because like she had seen it. Yeah. (laughs) And the way that she... It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. God, Can I, say, I don't know what made me think of that. But totally, now, but that totally fun. sincere. I don't remember what you're even talking. Well, about. it's how the Steve way that came he... back in the gu- the body of some guy, and oh, they just oh, don't address oh, it for oh, the geez. entire movie. Oh, yeah, I, they do not I, talk about it. You said Steve. I thought you said she. I thought you were talking about Wonder Woman. I was like, I did think oh. that Val said she, but. I could interpret that I might Wonder have Woman Steve doesn't come back in that movie. She so. Palpatine? She, or maybe she, she, the way she gets her wish Chief? is what I was starting to say, and then I said she. Chief? Uh, okay. Anyway, so the psychologist says, Chief? tell me more about Rorschach. And Rorschach says, you're a liberal cuck and I hate you. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and this part probably warrants a, a content warning because Rorschach talks about... Uh, the time that he was investigating the disappearance of a six-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he so says... So content warning for child abuse. Yes. And he and says... Content warning just means things. warning there is content. <laughs> yeah, chi- like child abuse, to put it lightly. Yeah, I right. mean, I think it was pretty clear <laughs> when I said six-year-old missing girl that Where I didn't this mean, is like, going. content warning. Rorschach content tells, warning are... tells some off-color jokes here. Uh... So, yeah, he's like, that was back when I was too soft and I let the criminals live. Anyway, I broke this guy's arm to figure out where the guy was, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he breaks into this apartment. He finds the child's underwear in the furnace. There's, like, blood on the floor, cabinet full of meat cleavers. Mm -hmm. And now this is all in the comic book. Mm -hmm. In the comic book, he looks out the window and he sees two dogs fighting over a bone. And he realizes what's happened, and he's like, ah, Uh, okay. Gross. Hmm. But I'm a fucking idiot, and I didn't, I don't understand how to follow Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the bone was wearing- So the movie very helpfully- The bone was wearing a hat, is the the thing. (laughs) The movie very helpfully added a child's foot dangling off the edge of the bone, so Mm -hmm. I would understand. Jesus. So thanks, movie. Thank you. Now for putting a cool child hat on the on the bone, so we could know that it was a child. And then they flashed on the screen the words, "This is the little girl's leg. She's dead." And I said, "Oh, thank you. Now I understand." Jesus Christ! They made they made a little projection of the little girl. 
Oh yeah, double double content warning like for uh, harm to animals. Yeah. Yep. As the uh, this is uh, it turns out the split open dog's head that Rorschach saw in the ink blot. It was he, these dogs. He did, that. Yeah. he did that with the meat cleaver. He did it with the meat cleaver. And the uh, the guy comes home and Rorschach <laughs> throws the dead dogs. <laughs> he does a dog attack on the man. He throws one of the dogs like crashing through the window and the guy gets like splattered with blood and broken glass and dog. And he's like, what the fuck? And then another dog flies through the other window. Oh uh, yeah, Rorschach no. didn't throw that one. That one was a superhero dog. <laughs> yeah, it, that dog died, and he died in oblivion. And just you know how like the NPCs when you kill them in oblivion just kind of pop up and into the ragdoll model. The diffuser killed these dogs. Oh my god! Oh, he would, wouldn't he? Uh, so yeah, the guy is like, uh, like eh, I didn't do nothing, and then Rorschach like handcuffs like, him yeah, in the furnace, but. Oh yeah, he finds the uh, the six year old girl's underwear in the furnace. Uh, yeah, and he shows yeah. the underwear to the guy, and the guy's like, huh, "That doesn't prove nothing." And then Rorschach's like, "Look what I did to your dogs. Do you think that I'm gonna be nice to you?" And the guy's like, "Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I see where this is going. I'm a bad guy. Take me to jail already." <laughs> and then Rorschach's like, "No." Ah. Like, did I take your dogs to jail? He looks down upon <laughs> him. He looks down at him and he says no. Uh, I'm not sending you to jail. I'm sending you to God. Here's a a, a comic book uh, change. It's a small one, but again, it's just the movie. I think they really want Rorschach to seem cooler, which is a bad mm-hmm. choice, I would say. Yeah, bad. Very bad. Because they cut this absolutely fucking batshit line in the comic... And also, it's batshit, but it's also funny, so you can't have that. Yeah, zero Uh, for two. Because Rorschach needs to be very serious, cool, and impressive. Mm -hmm. In the comic, what he does is he, like, pours kerosene everywhere and lights the place on fire, and then he goes outside and he says, and I quote, Stood in street, watched it burn. Imagine limbless felt torsos inside. Oh, there's, like, mannequins in the guy's place. Imagine limbless felt torsos inside, breasts blackening. Belly smoldering, bursting into flame one by one. Watched for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> the just outside like, of the building, like, just going, I know something cool looking is going I, on I like, there. See, it's really nice because it's like you start to get these hints of like, oh, maybe he does have some some manner of sense for poetic language or imagery. And then no, uh, <laughs> no, no, it puts that to rest. It's <laughs> imagined women on fire. Thought about my mommy. Watched for an hour. Yeah, watched for an hour. Could not. Felt uh, regular. Everyone but me is weird. Could not move my eyes, take my eyes off of it. Um, (laughs) Can I just say, um, I feel like we're really clipping along in the the movie. So I just want to say, I had a dream last night that I had like a big, big wad of gum in, um, in my mouth. And it was like stuck to one side of my teeth. So I was like trying to pull the gum out and um i pulled it and like four of my teeth also came out oh i hate that shit i was like i got i woke up and i was like i gotta floss more (laughs) oh my god (laughs) god teeth falling out dreams are i mean they're it's a classic dream 
Uh-huh. And it was it's, bad because they popped and out. And also, like, they were out in real life, too, so... Yeah, yeah, I woke up and my pillow was gone and four of my teeth were gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so can anyway, we get another... Movie, Rorschach uh, grabs a meat cleaver and chops the guy's head open for five minutes. Yeah, can we get another right. um, way the Suicide Squad aged well? Oh, yeah. Can we just uh, get one this time instead of two? Sure, reason number six that the Suicide Squad... twenty. Sorry, that Suicide Squad... Fucking hell. 2016 aged well. Setting the template for the sequel. N- the Suicide Squad brought in many new characters like Peacemaker and Bloodsport. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the template for the movie's structure was set by the original. Oh, no, Aspects like Amanda Waller... Huh? Oh, yeah? Keep going. Keep going. We'll talk about it. Aspects like Amanda Waller's role in preparing and betraying Task Force X, the theme of characters forming familial bonds, and the general setting of a team of criminals are all carried forward. <laughs> <laughs> The second Suicide Squad movie is still about the Suicide Squad. Wow. In that sense, the first one really holds up for being about the Suicide Squad. Hmm. I just know it. Do- th- nothing is the same. Amanda Waller doesn't betray the Suicide Squad in the first five minutes of Suicide Squad. She doesn't really betray them at all in Suicide Squad. No. No. She like, very, very obviously does not want to kill any of them. She kind of just betrays her team. Right, because she literally kills, she kills everyone that's, that's yeah. working for her. But, the Argus people. Yeah, it's, she doesn't betray them. Like, they're, it's a very weird moment because they're like, you fucking lied to us. You told us that we were rescuing someone. And it's just her. But like, what do they fucking care? The point is that right. she'll blow their heads off if they don't follow orders. So what does Except it matter? Except that no, she won't. Because she doesn't. Because she could and she doesn't. But it is weird that that whole team, she assembles the team and then the thing that she needs the team for happens. Right, instead of because the other way around. she's really stupid and Enchantress escapes. For, how did Enchantress escape? Oh, it's like she, 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 just, she like mumbles Enchantress's, Enchantress's in her sleep. name in her sleep and turns into her and then mm-hmm. like freeze Incubus. Yeah, she causes problems on purpose and they go to stop her and then... And then Rick says, Enchantress, you have to bring this bomb up to the here. Just just transport, uh, teleport up there, and drop the bomb like, off, no. and then teleport back. And she says, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Damn it. Fuck. Just, just, really, just really stupid. What a good film. Uh, it really has aged well when you think about it. Uh, it okay, really so did back in the movie. set the precedent by making a movie about... A suicide Squad. You have to admit, they're both Suicide Squad movies. They couldn't do that if they didn't do the. It, as you, as we all know, you can only make a movie that's been made before. Well, the point is that the Suicide Squad sequel couldn't exist without Suicide Squad because mm-hmm. then it wouldn't be the Suicide it Squad sequel. It would, it would just be. be it would just Squad. be Suicide Squad, the first one. <laughs> yeah. You can't have a movie be good the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As we all know, sequels are usually the better of the of the two movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in the cafeteria. Yeah, and we are. going to attack Rorschach with a shiv. This is... I've seen this scene before. I don't know why. I've seen this movie before. I don't I know am. why. <laughs> well, you've probably movie. seen it because this has the iconic Rorschach line. Oh, yeah. Uh, he disarms the guy. He, like, grabs the deep fryer and pours oil all over mm-hmm. him. And he says... I'm not locked in here with you. You're all locked in here with me. It is the classic prison move of taking the biggest guy, having the guy want to stab him, 
They're disarming the guy and pouring a bunch of oil on his face and killing him. And then quoting mm-hmm. Rorschach from Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that part. That was that part. Can that's we get another that, one? That's that part. Already? I'm, yeah. Yeah. All right, Jesus. Nothing particularly heinous happens in this movie except for the sex scene. In this part of the movie, I mean. <laughs> well, and the, 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 dis, dis, the dismembered and the child. No, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. I meant nothing particularly heinous in movie making. There, There's no particularly bad display yeah. of Zack Snyder's In fact, there's one thing. I think the sex scene is maybe my favorite part. <laughs> Oh. It's so funny when she presses the button. Yeah. I, okay, we'll we'll talk about that. Number five. Number five. Burger King foot. <laughs> this one's so good. <laughs> Singling out flaws for the DCEU to improve upon in future movies. So it aged well because it worked as a litmus test to expose all the flaws. What? It was it was everything wrong with the franchise, and in that sense, <laughs> boiled down into one movie. Checking out Holy the first shit. Suicide Squad will point out glaring flaws that the DCEU has since rectified. This includes things oh like God. incorporating a boring Suicide Squad villain that was Enchantress, focusing too much on character introduction introductions, and inserting Joker when he wasn't needed. <laughs> oh, I hate when they insert Joker. I only need a needed Joker, please. Yeah, Harley bought a vibrator and said, now I don't have to insert Joker when he's not needed. <laughs> that's the that's Birds of Prey. Yep, that's the plot of Birds of Prey. With the DCEU now putting in a great effort not to repeat these mistakes, Suicide Squad can be seen as the movie that took the bullet for the series to improve. So, this isn't... This is... <laughs> this isn't... Ugh... This, this is again like not how movie making works. This is on quite a few layers, I have to say. Like, <laughs> you don't have to have a movie that's bad. This is a to know how to not a, make a movie that's a, bad. A good one. It's a complex. Uh, this is a complex degree of wrong. <laughs> like th- this one requires unpacking a bit. And I don't. Know this if movie. I'm, I feel like doing that. Also, this movie is like the iconic scene from Wonder Woman, where she draws all the fire so that the other. Uh, soldiers can can do other things. Yeah, and you would say that Wonder Woman was good in that. Is... Yeah, she, you say she'd aged well in that scene. She did. Also, she didn't age at all because she's five thousand years old. So this 10 isn't minutes, even nothing true. Going. Like Justice League reproduced so many of the problems with this movie, down to the fact that there was tons of like studio meddling and reshoots and stuff, and then everyone and wanted a director's cut. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Suicide Squad can be seen as the movie that took the bullet for the series to improve. I don't know why a movie had to do that, but now that the frustration no. amongst fans for the DCEU's flaws has ebbed away, the film doesn't feel so riddled with baggage and the weak points can be forgiven. Huh? No. No, that's... The- I guess, is it like when I replay Assassin's Creed 1 and I'm like, well, you know, it's kind of a blueprint for where the series would go. What? It's pretty bad, but I can see the ways that they've improved it. <sighs> no. I love the idea, though, what? of watching a movie and being like, you know, everything that came after this makes it look like so much more of a piece of shit than it already was. This is really aged well. This really holds up. 
it's aged well because now everyone who watches it knows that it's bad, so you go into it knowing it's bad and that's fine. Seems to be every part of the seems to be a lot of the points of this article. I mean, that's basically what we said about it when we watched it. We were like, this is pretty good. I like how bad it is, and I'm having a great time. <laughs> I remember we said some part of that. Back to movie? Back to movie. Okay. Uh, this is a fascinating part for uh, what was cut and why. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm listening. Because I'm curious if either of you happened to notice, there is a... It's not a huge part of Silk Spectre's character, but it's a it's a recurring thing with her that was cut from the movie, which is that in the comic, she, I believe, if I remember correctly, she had, before the comic starts, recently been, like, trying to or maybe successfully quit smoking. Mm-hmm. But as everything is going so bad in the comic, she, like, starts smoking again. Hmm. But she doesn't smoke in this movie. Which creates a very odd scene, because in the comic book, she is in Night Owl's secret base with all of his gear, and she is sitting in Archimedes, Uh, Mm -hmm. Night Owl is upstairs watching TV, and she is, she's got her cigarette, and she's like, alright, where's the, uh, where's the cigarette lighter? And she sees a button with a little flame icon, (laughs) and she holds out her cigarette and pushes it. And then activates the flamethrower on the ship. <laughs> and yeah, so instead in the movie, so in this... the funnier scene is a button. Right. In the she's movie, she has child. no cigarette. She's just pushing buttons at random and turns <laughs> like the flamethrower on for no reason. Pretty light. And me like button. Wouldn't she also, having been in the watch in the Watchmen group with Night Owl, know that he has a flamethrower on the outside of his machine? I don't know. Uh, That I don't know about. But here's the thing. Uh, I looked into this. Why did why did they cut the cigarette? Because good guys can't smoke in movies anymore. It is because the president of Warner Bros. hates smoking, and he put his foot down and he said, "Absolutely, under no circumstances can any of the heroes smoke in this movie." We see comedians smoking a big comedy cigar. Mm-hmm. Uh, big a figure comedian. who we'll meet shortly has a cigar, but none who? of the heroes ever smoke. Big figure? Big figure. Yeah, you would have seen him going very fast. Oh, okay. He was the guy going very fast at three <laughs> he times He was speed. the guy waddling like a cartoon penguin. Uh, so, so, yeah, apparently Zack Snyder, as well as, shit, uh, Malin Ackerman, is that her name? Malin who Ackerman, plays Silk yeah. Spectre? Uh, they were both very, very disappointed, but, uh, yeah, Zack Snyder said we really wanted her to smoke, but, but the president of Warner Bros. would not budge. That's <laughs> funny. And then but, they were like, well, how do we get it so that she presses the button anyway? Right, that's mm-hmm. what I don't get, it's like, don't, if you can't come up with a reason for her to press the flamethrower button, then don't just make her push it anyway. <laughs> well, she's a woman, and women love pressing buttons mm-hmm. when they see them. She's not fucking Dee Dee. My ex-wife <laughs> likes to push my buttons, I'll tell you what. Take my wife, for example. Please. Please. Uh, it goes unaddressed, by the way, but, uh, man, Night Owl, what, what, a, what a fucking Boy Scout you are with your fucking flamethrower. <laughs> Who is that yeah. for, Daniel? This can be solved without violence. 
but with some fire. My baby! Well, you never know when there's going to be a um an apartment on Frozen. Oh no, this apartment's on ice. Help, help. And they have to unfreeze it. Uh, my grandmother is very cold. <laughs> my grandma's not enough on fire. Oh no, my Charmander's tail went help. out. Help. Exactly. I'll save you. Uh, my Pokemon's dead. Thank you. He mentions that it's that the. Oh yeah, he comes in and puts the fire out. Uh, he mentions that the ship is named after Merlin's pet owl, Archimedes. Nerd! Nerd! Nerd alert! He even gives it a nickname, Archie. I give this guy a swirly. He fucking deserves it. Mm -hmm. Four eyes. Uh, He gives a little bit of his backstory. His dad was a rich banker who left him all of his money when he died, and that's how he's got all this gear. How did his dad die? What movie was he leaving? Well, to find out. What the... What the... To find out, Hmm? let's... (laughs) Let's find another thing that aged well by the Suicide Squad. (laughs) <laughs> I wish they had a. I wish they showed us like a, a a flashback of his dad dying instead of him just saying it because it's like I don't get. Yeah, I don't know what did he have pearls. We flash back to his you know? dad like uh, dying of old age in a hospital bed, <laughs> and then Joe Joe Chill walks in and shoots him. <laughs> Joe Chill walks in and yanks the pearl necklace off his dad's neck, and the pearls go everywhere. Mm-hmm. He yanks the clipboard off of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> the, bed and the screw bursts out and clatters into a sewer. <laughs> uh, so he night owl like romantically puts his goggles on on Silk Spectre, and he's like, "Oh yeah, they they work better in the dark." And he turns the light off, and he's like, "No matter how dark it got, whenever I looked through these goggles, everything was clear as day." Because Metaphor. he misses being a superhero. He misses it, he misses and it. then. And then Silk Spectre ruins the freaking mood. Yeah, just like just like bitches to do this. She's like, "Wow, this must be what John sees my my ex boyfriend with a huge blue dong." My boyfriend has really good vision. I'll go back. I'll just go watch TV. I'm sorry. Okay. I just I'll just go read another reason why the Suicide Squad aged well. <laughs> Fine. Number four. <laughs> oh, the the portrayal of Deadshot and El Diablo. Uh huh. I guess. Yeah, I mean they're they're on I the better loved, end of the character spectrum for sure. I loved when he said Phil Jackson, bitch. Oh yeah, never mind. I hated them. As the flaws. <laughs> what? What? Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, this first sentence is really weird. Good. Good. (laughs) As the flaws have been overlooked in the last five years, so have the strengths of the movie stood out. What? (laughs) What does this mean? (laughs) Well, they just said, with the time passing, the flaws can be overlooked. Wait, no, but then they said it's good because of the flaws. It's good because you get to see the flaws and see, wow, look how much this movie sucks. As the flaws have been overlooked in the last five years, so have the strengths of the movie stood out. El Diablo and Deadshot were praised at the time as well for having... Sorry, I I just remembered a Screen Red article that I read this morning. (laughs) 
Oh, good. You've been doing some extra, extra. Um, I mean, I'm I'm just always reading screen right. It's the funniest website. Let me see if I can find it. I'm interrupting this in the middle because I just remembered how funny this fucking article was. Okay, I found it. This is so. This is from uh, horror movies that were set in the daylight. Oh, great! Okay. Oh, people love that. People love horror movies that are set in the daylight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, this is the thing about Screener is I, I, I don't even care if I have any interest in the topic. I'll just click it because it's the funniest shit in the world to me. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is, and it'll become very clear why I'm reading this. This is about the movie Predator. Uh-huh. Okay. Not a horror movie, I would say. Although the Predator would definitely have an advantage if he hunted at night, it might take a little bit of sport out of the hunt for him. The film brilliantly blends the action and horror genres together to create a thrilling and suspenseful sci-fi experience that primarily takes place under the sun in the Amazon jungle. Watching Arnold Schwarzenegger square up with a theme dish intergalactic hunter deserves to be seen in all its glory. So of course a daylight setting would work and its favor. That being said, the Predator is not a creature anyone would want to meet in a dark place. Oh, I... A theme dish intergalactic hunter i am like 99 percent sure that this was dictated into siri a fiend dish fiend space dish <laughs> there is no way in hell that he that was typed by hand this was read he, into a phone he's fight, he, he's fighting a 1987 garfield commemorative plate <laughs> from space <laughs> this person got paid five dollars to talk into their phone while shitting on the toilet text to speech a, a theme, theme dish predator theme dish predator, theme dish predator. <laughs> okay anyway sorry back to forget screen rant back to screen rant uh, El Diablo and the El Diablo and Deadshot were praised at the time as well for having genuine characterizations of guilt with both looking to redeem themselves for doing wrong to their families. Mm. Due to the character's absence... Doing wrong, how you would describe what Diablo did to his family. I don't know what this means. Due to the character's absence, fans point out how comic book accurate Will Smith's Deadshot is. They mean absence from the sequel? Um, I guess. Since he hasn't been back on screen in five years. Oh, maybe. But no, he's... Well, no, I was going to say he was in Arrow, but that was quite a long time ago and el diablo's quiet but deadly demeanor is engaging watching the first movie is the only way to find these two in the dceu (laughs) true and checking out the movie to enjoy their roles is certainly worth it damn it's true okay this is somebody who wanted to bring all their friends over to watch suicide squad and all their friends were like i don't really <laughs> isn't that movie i didn't bad? want to when it came out so why would i want to watch it now and the person no no said, no, no no now that it's not hyped up you can really enjoy how bad it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's the only movie with, with these two characters they? they're really comic book accurate <laughs> uh let's talk about uh erectile dysfunction okay let's get serious i'll put a slide whistle in there uh here's another moment that i'm I'm gonna keep bringing up how the the movie simultaneously removes all of the fun little parallels and all of the humor from the from the comic book into the movie Uh because this scene 
There is one thing during this scene that is so fucking funny in the comic, which is uh, Daniel like sits down to watch TV and Lori comes back upstairs and she's like, oh, you know, John can see a lot of things, but he can't see me the way that you do. So they start kissing and mm-hmm. they're going they're preparing to bone down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, what happens here in the comic book is that what is on TV is like a charity TV special. Okay. Where Ozymandias is doing gymnastics. What? On like the horizontal bar. Uh-huh. I love that. And as Daniel is like fumbling with Silk Spectre's buttons and like, and he's like, oh, sorry, let me take my watch off. Oh, uh, oh, could you move a little? What is uh-huh. happening on TV is the commentators are like, my God, have you ever seen a 40-year-old man move with such grace? <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel's like, oh, uh, sorry, just give me a minute. I, I'm, I'm kind of having trouble. Uh, and, <laughs> and on the TV, uh, the audience is like applauding. <laughs> He's like, sorry, I can't get it up. <laughs> it's <Wow>! really funny. <laughs> but Poor but they Daniel. cut that, and instead it's just like the news, and it's just like war is bad. Uh-huh. And it's happening in your neighborhood tonight and, at eleven. And he and he can't get a boner. No. He can't get a bonger. And that's he, that. He hasn't fought hard enough. So then is this where he just decides to get naked and stand in front of his costume, or is that later? Uh, that's that's shortly. For you, just... it was probably about 15 seconds, but <laughs> okay. I we just... do have two scenes before that. I don't remember most of what I have just watched, but I do very much remember him just standing there with his butt out. Oh, yeah, no, he stands there in his basement, like, being like, uh, I, I'm me so angry. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> loved me. Yeah. But before that, Nobody uh, we me. go to Rorschach. Rorschach. Oh, God, this scene. Right. This is where uh, crime boss big figure uh, uh, ah, yes. confronts him and he's like, you know, Rorschach, you put a lot of people in prison and I've been here 15 years and uh, that guy that you burned with the oil, that guy is going to die. Rorschach's he's dying like, right now. No, I didn't. Oh, it was just self-defense. I don't want to be oh, a I wasn't dude, trying to kill him. But yeah, Big Figure that tells him that- goes against my code of ethics. Big Figure basically tells him that there's a lot of people in here who want to kill him. Uh-huh. So, not not a super important scene, but just introducing Big Figure, I guess. Fine. Yep. Daniel has a dream. Nidal has a normal dream, I would say. Nidal mm-hmm. has a very normal dream. So he and Silk Spectre are naked, and then they're also on a flat. It's all flat for miles, and it's like sunset. Mm-hmm. And this sounds really romantic. So they're kissing. They're, it is. They're kissing, and then they were like, "All right, but let's let's get, get real. more naked." And so they rip off their clothes costumes or naked costumes and reveal that they're superheroes. And they, they peel rip each other's skin, skin off. Banana peel, banana hot peel dog style, style. <laughs> and then they for added intimacy. And then they are superheroes, and then they kiss, and an atomic bomb goes off in the background, and the shockwave races towards them, 
It hits them. They turn into skeletons. The skeletons kiss. I'm puking, and because it's so disgusting. And mm-hmm. skeletons shouldn't kiss. They don't have lips. They don't have rights. Distasteful. They're just clank 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 clank. They're rattling their bones. It's Cl- ironic that he couldn't get a boner, but then he became a boner, which is what I call skeletons. <laughs> oh. That would explain why you were always talking about that yeah. boner in your high school science room. Yeah. Yeah, we had a we had a we had this big boner on display in our, yeah. in our science. See, class, I thought that, that I thought that, that was weird. I was gonna call a, a police, but um now I think it's normal. <laughs> Good thing we left it left it let it lie for a couple mm-hmm. months. That's why after you, that's why you don't wanna Sam like, first told us that story. immediately react to these things. You know you wanna mm-hmm. let them you wanna make sure that you mm-hmm. have all the facts before you take any drastic measures with bone exactly. And I appreciate that. Can I ask you guys something? What? Yes. Do you eat quesadillas that have stuff in them? Yeah. Yes. Like chicken and whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, because when I, as a vegetarian, I sometimes will eat veggie quesadillas, but a lot of times I'll eat cheese quesadillas. And the great thing about cheese quesadillas is they have structural integrity like you would not yes, fucking believe. Yes, that cheese is keeping it together. You pick, you pick up that third of a quesadilla and it's like a pizza slice you can just hold it in one hand you could dunk it in some See, you know guac three hands that's why i think it's important to um when you're making a quesadilla with stuff in it mix the stuff in together before filling it filling the quesadilla with it so you'll get a kind of um. web of cheese that mm. yeah because a lot of times when i get a veggie quesadilla i can't i i try to pick it up and it just Exactly, because that's it, and that's because people will take the fajita vegetables and just put them on top of the cheese in the quesadilla. But what you want to do is you want to put them in a separate bowl, mix them together, and then fill it. What I feel happens? like you also have to have the veggies cut pretty small. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why Does that we... happen with chicken and stuff, too? Why Why are we uh, talking? Yes, it what? happens with chicken and stuff, too. You simply what? don't have like the contiguous... Uh... Hey, what? Hey. Yeah. What What? Ha- what happened? First it was beans, then it was pizza. Now I'm forcing it. It's quesadillas. So, you can't force um, it. So, <laughs> so night owl is down in the basement. Cheese quesadillas the, are a lot easier to force into my the mouth lights because are of on. the structural His integrity. His quesadilla so. is out. Uh, also, he's, <laughs> he unfurls his quesadilla, which is what he calls his penis. My man is caked the fuck up. <laughs> I got, he is. I gotta say, his ass is looking. His butt phenomenal. is good. Um, it is. And so, no I'm further comment. Think, I'm try- Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm trying to think of a so, like all that's coming to mind is Asterisk Wilson, but that's not good. So he's hanging out in the, what if, in the basement, what if you, looking what if, like uh, looking like uh, what, what's the guy's name um, uh, from JoJo with the fatty? But synonym. <laughs> uh, what's uh, John He looks like John Gallier in the basement. Hashtag onto ass. Um, he's in the basement he's looking Patrick. like John Gallier. And oh no, this this doesn't. This is <laughs> Patrick Cheekson. Uh, Patrick. Uh, uh, pa- uh, pa- Patrick Posterior Wilson. No, uh, backside Wilson. No, Pat Trump um, will butt. <laughs> slang terms for butt. Um. Um, take your time. Um, Buttrick. I already said Buttrick. Sam rejected it. Uh, p- p- what if they cut? What if Lori had a big knife and she cut into um 
night owls, but and it was a hyper realistic cake. That would be a <laughs> lot like an episode of Star Trek. Um, anyway, Petrick Wilson. That's nothing. What do you that's say? Nothing to me. Oh, Petrick. Say it again. I did Petrick. Like peach. Like a peach. Peach trick. Peach trick. No, it's bad. Uh, I'm peach rick. Peach hey, I turned myself into a peach. I'm peach rick. I'm peach rick. Um, if he twerked, that would be a peach trick. <laughs> oh my god. What a waste what? of time. His middle name is Ass. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Why did I even bother? Uh, okay. So, anyway, he's like... Uh, Do you want to hear some slang I feel like you have to stay up on your squat regimen if your middle name is ass. Yes, I would. Because otherwise, people are just, like, going to be mean about it. I would. Do you want to hear some slang terms for butt from letslearnslang.com? Sure. Is Tucker Carlson here to help us? (laughs) No, he's on their prediction. I have ad block on, so there's a lot of stuff that is not rendering, but... Patrick... Okay, uh, so we can imagine that Tucker Carlson would be Tucker Carlson might be one of them. Uh, Brown eye, another term for anus, can be treated like b-hole. Uh-huh. If you're a pervert. <laughs> your anus can be treated like your beehole. Chocolate starfish. Oh, God. They say that- Enough with the anus! They say that one- This is not butt stuff. This is the anus The only stuff. one I've ever, he- way I've ever heard that is in Conker's Bad Fur Day. Is in where? Conker's Bad Fur Day. It's like a cartoon game, but it's they say naughty things. Ah, I see. Pancake booty. <laughs> uh-huh. That's for if you have a flat butt. Mm-hmm. That's just, uh, I mean, that's just an adjective that's frequently See, used with the word butt. You, that's yeah, not. You wouldn't, say, you wouldn't call him Pancake Wilson, uh, because he, he well, would not. Maybe you, no, you wouldn't call him this. I will, I will read it, even though you shouldn't call him Poop Shoot Wilson. <laughs> Again, I do, yeah, we, it's a lot of buttholes. Are stuff. we gonna get sued for this? I for what? What are we oh, doing? That's oh, here we go. The law? Pat Thick Wilson. Pat Thick Wilson. Thank you. Okay. There we go. Remove- That's okay. all I wanted. Okay. Uh, so he's like, hey, do you want to go fight crime? And she's like, yes. And so they go and they save a bunch of people from a burning building. Um, they, yeah, they suit up. He He's in his uh, night owl outfit and she comes down the stairs and you just hear, oh, yeah. I have to assume. I watched it on three times X and it was muted. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you speed up the oh yeah, it just turns into Luigi in oh, yeah. Luigi's mansion. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shaking a oh, table. Yeah. <laughs> Mario. Oh yeah. So they get into Archimedes, <laughs> they start fighting crime. Or well, well they, they start by fighting burning fire, building. and fire is a crime. It's illegal to be on fire. If you've watched, if it you've is. watched Promare, you you know that fire is a crime. So they put out the fire. Comic book movie difference alert. No, wee woo, wee woo. Comic book version. Night Owl and Silk Spectre fly down over a burning apartment building, and he uses the water cannon on Archimedes to put out the fire. Oh, and uh-huh. this one he uses the fire cannon to make it more on fire. More on fire, so they look more heroic. There is like a 20 second sequence of him using a giant machine gun to blast the like platform out under a water tower to knock it over. Oh, yeah. And we get like Zack Snyder ass like porno shots of the like giant shell casings like flying out into a receptacle. I love that. And you can see the firemen on the street and like the hydrants dry up and they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
Which I I hate that though because like I think the fact that Archimedes has a water cannon is like yeah, that's it's like characterizing rest- of Night Owl. Both it because yeah. there's there's ambiguity to it that I like, which is was he using this water cannon to put out fires or was he using it to blast, blast protesters, protesters in the yeah. street? Mm-hmm. Like the fire hose, it has multiple uses. Yeah, right. I think that that's so much better than him shooting a water tower over. Because is he using the gun normally to put out fires or <laughs> to shoot protesters? It's a little yeah. less ambiguous, perhaps. So that's disappointing. But what else is new? Mm. They save a bunch of people. And then mm-hmm. for no reason, as they're like leaving, yeah, there's like the a gas fire. Explodes. Yeah, there's like a gas fire, and so Spectre almost gets like atomized, but she uh, jumps in time. I guess that's too bad. Every building really... in this universe is filled with natural gas. She would have really related to uh, her boyfriend a lot better if that had happened. <laughs> what happens next? And then what happens? Uh, is this when well, the prison break? I heard. Oh, you know what I heard. No, I what? don't. So tell me. I heard <laughs> that Suicide Squad aged well because of the over-the-top violence that is now commonplace in the superhero genre. <laughs> no? You can't just say that Suicide Squad invented ev- the stuff that it has in common with no, the other movies. No, over-the-top violence is not... That's like a feature of edgy superhero movies, like or like like mature or like superhero movies that are made for grown ups. Like you like like you're watching yeah. them or you're and I don't agree with it. I don't think that it's very good a lot of the time. Um I think The Suicide Squad had even more over the top violence than Suicide yeah, Squad. Right, did. that's what they're saying. Well let me just let me It just was ahead that. of its time. The number of grisly no. deaths, like Slipknot's head getting blown up. I don't. Even, did, do we even Name see that happen? No. I'm pretty sure it happens off screen. No, I think we see it. I don't remember I think we see his neck it. explode and Killer Croc chomping on people. They're uh-huh. fucking punny. Name a patrol. third thing. Was seen as extreme attempts to be edgy back then, but they fare pretty well by today's environment. Do you think the Morbius has a lot of? They're the actually underwhelming now. I think Morbius is PG-13. Oh. Probably not, then. This comes down to the superhero genre embracing violence as a niche for certain franchises. A what? So you can't say that it's commonplace and then also say that it's niche. Films like Logan and The Suicide Squad have featured over-the-top violent moments, but these have tied in well with the general aesthetic of the movie. For this reason, viewers are now well prepared to embrace the same. Again, going back to oh, good heavens! Ooh, they've got blood in this movie. Is that real? Viewers are now well prepared to embrace the same for Suicide Squad, as they've had time to understand Ah, that violence can work in the superhero genre. I've had time to, you know, I was surprised and off-put by its violence initially, but I've had time to process and understand that violence can work well in the superhero genre. I thought simply because there was so much violence in that movie that it was an utter failure. Yeah, but now I have seen but it. But now I learned that it's on purpose well, that the violence is there. Like a fine brand. I thought that people on set were dying out oh, of negligence. Oh, Val, I was very upset to hear that they were doing Val, that to those poor you like actors. Some sherry? <laughs> oh no, it's, it's much too strong for my weak constitution. It's aged in the decanter. <laughs> 
stupid I'll fucking I'll take movie. a glass of cucumber water, please. <laughs> oh, Glib. Uh, oh, we're almost done. Do you want me to read one more and then we'll have one last one that we can read at the end? No, let's close out with two. Okay, fine. 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 God. Uh, you know what, what I heard? I, I feel like it means that the movie doesn't didn't age well if, if the justification is, well, the, you liked it when it, they did it in other movies, mm-hmm, so maybe when yeah. you go back and watch this one, you'll like it now. Time. You know what I heard? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, goats? Sheep? I heard. No, I don't do that. I heard. <laughs> there was a secret chord. The David Please the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? And then they. Why, do you, why are you guys singing it like that? I don't know. When I watched the scene, it was like. <laughs> the slow pan. So I watched this. When you watch scene. it at triple speed, it plays the I version that was it. used in Shrek. <laughs> I watched this in X six speed. It slowly pans over. You just see. You just see Night Owl, or no? It's so expected. She's on top. Uh, women on top. Um, uh-huh. Just going. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, if you watch it at five times speed, you get the pentatonics version. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. So this scene, this sex That's scene is so That's another Latin long. root for numbers joke. I know. Is penta Latin? Yes. It's good. Okay. It's five. So <sighs> this sex scene is long and I watched it on six X speed. I watched it six times faster than Zach wanted me to, and I still was uncomfortable <laughs> that it was still happening because it's just, it's so it's inter- slow motion. I would, I would describe it's, it as interminable. It's interminable. I think I watched this the first time I watched this with my dad. That's cool. Just, I, I know, know what that you're for talking me about. Doing- I was in another tab looking at screen right yeah, I, That's true. I was, I think I was playing. I should have lived your I life. I think I was yeah. playing Kirby 64 and the Crystal Stars on my Nintendo Switch while this was happening. I want to, I want to hand the movie one it. It uh and, yeah it the and detract one it so I, okay. I saveth with one hand and taketh away with the I other. I will say uh-huh. the it the uh, the scene ends phenomenally. They they included and I was actually really surprised that they did the ending from the comic where she in the in the heat of passion accidentally hits the flamethrower button and makes the ship come fire. Yeah. <laughs> Archimedes gets to it, ha- get on, in on this too, and I'm happy for the him. scene. The scene ends phenomenally, and phenomenally, the scene ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you like see people like looking up at the sky and be like, "What uh-huh. the fuck? What the? So, is, is there an owl coming up there?" Thank you what to them the for owl... keeping that. I actually didn't think that they would. That's why she had to do the. She had to press yeah, the button earlier so that we knew what would happen. But, I, but yes, Set up but and like there's a somewhat novel like. Well, there is a there is a a a reason given for the, her pressing the button earlier in the comics, whereas this she's just kind no, of parses it arbitrarily. Here's the it that I'm going to take away mm-hmm. is the like absolute freak shit from the comic where after they fuck, Daniel and Laurie just like openly admit to each other that it was like. The reason that they were able to fuck is because they were wearing the costumes. Yeah, I like it. 
I, I like that part of it. I like that it's absolute. Like, like it, it. I mean, it's not. I think it's it's more subtle if you don't say it, but I think you. Can. We know that it's true. Yeah. Way. Like it, it doesn't make it not like they, they're fucking because they're being superheroes. You, you literally see Dan not able to uh, perform when not proceeded as Dan. as Dan. He needs to perform as Night Owl. It's it's so it's like it's like sad and gross. That's the but point. Also kind of, but also kind of sweet. It, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's great, it's and I really I hate good. It that they cut that. Yeah, I'm really. Because, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it, it, their relationship is so interesting because, you know, there is that sadness to it that they, 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 they like, they, it, it's this weird extrapolation of the, uh, the Pina Colada song situation. <laughs> Explain. So the Pina Colada song, uh, you know, Do You Like Pina Coladas? Yeah, 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 is yeah. about a, uh, married couple who pretends to be strangers meeting at a bar. Right, so they can right, fuck. right, right, right. Um, so anyway, uh, jail has gone to shit, uh, because the only thing keeping jail together was the, the guy who got oil splashed on him as soon that as was he- That the warden. That was the warden? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy, the guy who had oil splashed on him was the whole, he was keeping the whole thing together. He was the keystone of this entire operation. And so he dies. <laughs> kind of the heart of the prison. The, mm-hmm. Immediately, people are on fire. People are just pushing people over railings. Uh, we literally, we watch his, like, heart monitor flatline in the same way that we watch the clock tick to the beginning of summer at the start of High School Musical 2. Mm-hmm. All the prisoners <laughs> are, like, watching him die in the hospital and then he flatlines, and they're like, "Woo!" And they start rioting. Out. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's just the 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 consequence of the power vacuum that Rorschach created manifests in a way more violent and uh, and sudden than anyone could have anticipated. And uh, and, and boy, big, is it violent! Big figure is capitalizing on this by being like, "We're gonna cut you out of your cell with this circular saw that we have at the prison." For some mm-hmm. reason, and um, so they try to do that. Well, it's contraband they've been saving for a very special occasion. Yeah, but they try to do that. Um, Rorschach baits one of the guys into like trying to fight him, and like the guy kind of like one of the henchmen, and uh, grabs the guy's hands like through the bars and ties this like piece of scrap fabric and or whatever breaks that he both had. of his hands after the words. He always goes the extra step. Like, that's, that's the fun <laughs> thing about Rorschach, is that every time, like, he will disable and, like, eliminate the threat, and then he'll just go one step further. He'll do some more violence also because he likes it. Beep, 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 beep. Comic Ted book Cruz's difference. Ted Cruz's favorite superhero. What's the, what happened in the comic book Fifth that favorite. was different from this scene? It's pretty similar, but with one very important difference that I think, as usual was better in the comic <laughs> because in the comic book the guy has his arms tied up through the cell bars and big figures like sorry whatever your name is i don't remember what, i don't know if he had a name. his name is sorry like Jun- henchman Jungus. old sport sorry henchman but you're standing between me and my revenge and we gotta cut through those bars and we we your arms are too far in for us to untie them for you 
So uh, it's a it's a shame, but and then the other henchman mm-hmm. like stabs him in the neck and kills him so that they can uh, cut through him to get the bars open. Yeah, instead in this one they just oh. leave him alive and cut off his arms. They just Jesus. they just buzz saw through Christ. his arms and he's like screaming in agony and blood is splattering ever. And don't get me wrong, it's very it's very bloody and violent in the comic too, but. It's already gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need to make it more gratuitous, Zach. Mm-hmm. And then we get toilet. Get- it's already heartless to chop somebody's arms because you want to chop somebody else's cell door. Like you can kill him. You can do him the mercy of killing like you, him. Well, first. I mean, you could literally. The, not everyone in the universe has to be. As I don't even think he presents a, a problem there with no, his. I don't think so either. No, like you could just chop the cell door and then untie him. Yeah, I never really understood that, to be honest. Even I actually remember reading the comic and, like, trying to work through in my head, like, in what way is he in the way? Anyway, so... uh, Because as soon as the door gets opened, they'll have to deal with Rorschach. They'll have to be fighting Rorschach. So they don't have time to add a second task to the list for after the door is open. So anyway, they, we cut back to Archie. Better to eliminate a human life instead. We cut back to Archimedes and their post-coit uh, le petit more, mm-hmm. etc. And this was like a five second long pan from one end of Archimedes to the other for me. They're like, so. uh, do you want to break <laughs> Rorschach out of prison? And she's like, I guess so. And so then we cut back to prison. Oh, bit, 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 bit. One, one more important thing is... Uh, Night Owl uh, expresses doubt. He's like, first of all, something's going on here because I, I think that Rorschach was set up. Mm-hmm. It's not like him to break into Moloch's place and just shoot him in the head. <laughs> it's not gruesome Isn't enough. It? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And two, uh, he's like, I don't think that I think that there's more to it with the uh, the Dr. Manhattan cancer stuff because you've been with him for years now and you don't have cancer. Mm hmm. Right. So, yeah. So, so we know. there's something going on here, perhaps. And so, the man with circular saw finally gets into the cell and just gets immediately owned by Rorschach. uh, And Rorschach breaks his head on the toilet like Batman. And uh, Mm -hmm. the circular saw has uh, is poorly insulated. And uh, the, the water spills out, and he is say, and Rorschach says, "Ha ha, got him in the turlet." And, uh, <laughs> and what if, what if Ted Cruz actually just really hates toilets? Oh uh, yeah, got it. And that's why one of like two of his top five favorite superheroes are Batman and Rorschach. I killed him with the turlet. Oh, I mean, I have heard because that he they... likes to piss his pants. Hmm. Well, I've now heard that too, and I believe it. Like Kyle, so like no, Don't. like Ted Cruz. How um, fucking dare you? <laughs> peeing his pants derogatory instead of peeing his pants benevolent, mm-hmm. like uh, Kyle X Y did. Um, yeah, so that's why he likes Batman is because Batman destroyed that toilet that one time. And so and so did Rorschach just here. That makes sense. I think that that's right. So, um, so yeah, Ted Cruz loves to pee pee and poo poo in his pants. So. Look, Big, that, big figures like that's something well, that we have heard. Well, he, he yeah. Well, and I'm saying it. Well, now, he again. well he got up with the turlet, and so I guess I'm out of here. And uh, so then we cut, and Archimedes flies in over the prison, and Night Owl and Silk Spectre uh, 
uh, come in and they're, uh, they're like, do you want to be prison guards? And he's like, yeah. And so they go in and beat up a shit ton of prisoners. Oh my God. I forgot. I, I literally Uh just like went to another website Mm -hmm. and just like did other things during this. It's so long. It's so long. Who cares? Yeah. So they brutalized prisoners for about 20 hours. Uh, but see, these prisoners are bad because they're not their sociopathic friends. So Rorschach goes. So I, these I should prisoners say, deserve uh, violence. I don't. I don't inherently want there to not be a fight scene. But in a Zack Snyder movie, I don't want there to be a fight scene. Yeah. Because I just. I just. So in Rorschach, so Rorschach is in his doctor's office, and he's like, "Can I have my mask back, please?" And the doctor's like, "Yeah, sure. Here you go." Uh, he, he asks for his face, his face back. back, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, Rorschach has already broken himself out of prison, um, and they're like, oh, hey, Rorschach, you got yourself broken out of prison, and... This is just like in The Suicide Squad. Big Figure (laughs) is there, and he's like, oh, damn, I'm screwed, and... This... Oh no, man, I wanna, Val, you I must have loved this. this on triple speed because holy shit, this is so long. I want to do this one. He <laughs> takes them into the bathroom and they're like, oh no, he's going to do some fucked up shit to that guy in the bathroom. How could, what's the fuck is going on? That's not, that's the normal bathroom and the door swings like three times and you see Rorschach oh, yeah. the big figure. Big figure's like, <gasps> no. And he's a little closer. He's like, no. And he's like, oh god, yeah, he's going to do a bad thing to that man in the toilet. And then the, and then the the door closes and you hear the turlet flush and he's Rorschach comes up and he's like <laughs> flushed him down the turlet and um and then blood pours and then out blood pours out. blood pours out that's really funny I didn't even think about what that must have looked like three times slower because where <laughs> from <laughs> me watching it it was just like a saloon door just like swing 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 it's and so then it was weird. over first of all it, it the swinging door is so slow but also <laughs> that i feel like that visual premise is something that you use to be like each time it swings and we can see through the crack we like catch a glimpse of what's happening mm-hmm. uh-huh but nothing's happening Mm-mm. right it's not like swing rorschach is is approaching swing rorschach is like smashing his face on the wall no, it's just each time we see it, he's just closer to big figure, but it's it takes like an hour for mm. him to get there. <laughs> yeah, so, to me, it was normal speed. He was just walking up to it. scene, oh we're God. back in the... Also, what was what was the toilet flush? It felt like a sitcom joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't, because he didn't flush him down the toilet. No, he just also took he a shit didn't. while he was in there. Did he, he give him a swirly? To- Maybe Why is there blood? Maybe the blood wasn't for... from. I mean, that's a, a ways to there. Maybe the blood wasn't from Big Figure. Maybe there's another dead guy in there, and he did flush Big Figure down the toilet. I just it's <laughs> it's a really like one one of the few just like purely original moments in this movie so far. And God, it sucked. So we're back to the owl nest. Uh, everyone's good. That was Um, the Warner Brothers president again mm -hmm. stepping in because Zach wanted to have a big fart noise and then the flush. (laughs) And the Warner Brothers president said, none of our superheroes are going to fart. That's ironic that he'd be anti-fart sound because his last name is Horn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And his middle name is Fart. (laughs) Wow. 
What if what a fun horn. maybe that's what I mean that's I. Maybe maybe that's why he doesn't like it though. Or maybe his middle anyway, name is Ass, because then his name would be something Asshorn. Anyway, which no, is what his a name fart is. is. I fart horn. Anyway. Oh, okay. Warner Bros. president, I fart horn. Anyway, we're back in the owl place, and uh, why are you saying anyway? Like what you're about to say is more important than what Sam and I are saying. Because of this. His name is I fart horn, and he's the president of Warner Brothers. Well, not anymore, but he was at the time. Yeah, he was at the time. He got ousted after uh, people couldn't stand how stinky his farts were. Mm-hmm. He got asted. Asted. He got shat out of the he company. Got blasted in the asted. He got. Mm-hmm. He got fired out of that's right. the company's butthole. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm sorry. They, they, he was shit canned. We go back to the base. And Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> they don't do it it's again. Salmon. Bring me. A drink. What are we doing? I was just clapping. So we're back at base. Then what happens? And Night Owl is like, hey, Silk Spectre, you alright? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. And then they open the door and John's there. And John's like, you're you're on Mars. What's that? What's that Um, uh, screenshot of like somebody's text messages where it's like, um, please don't hang out with your ex today. Like, baby, I'm begging you. And then it's like a text from the ex that's like, what's up? Daddy, big daddy fuck LA, is back in town. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's Night Owl Venmoed you $100. <laughs> daddy Long Dick just landed in Manhattan. Yes, that. <laughs> I tried searching Big Daddy fuck is back and it did not. <laughs> big Dick is back in town. I did not. Um, this scene is kind of unintentionally hilarious to me for the fact that yeah. even though Rorschach is on the ship, he just does not appear in Yeah, this scene. he's just eating beans in the corner. <laughs> They're like, Zach, what reaction do you think Rorschach would have to this scene? And he's like, let's just not put him in. I, uh, I don't know. So yeah, he's, he's like, Dr. Manhattan's like, uh, <laughs> classic <laughs> Manhattan. She's like, I thought you were on Mars. And he's like, I yes, am on I'm Mars. on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> he says uh you're you're gonna join me on mars and try to convince me to save the world and she's like what and he's like okay let's go to mars and then they <laughs> teleport to mars and she immediately starts hair. asphyxiating yeah. i i i think that he uh she maybe asphyxiates for a little too long i will say uh yeah i don't know but she, then he's yeah. he, he's like oh sorry i forgot yeah oh my uh, brain my brain is exploding out of my ears like, this happens in the comic also, mm-hmm. and it does need to be said. He can see everything that he has ever and will ever do. Uh huh. He knows that he is going to forget to put her in a bubble. But yeah. he's still going to forget to do it. He did but it he knowing ha- that she would be suffocating. He doesn't think about that knowledge, memory, premonition as much as he thinks about the other ones where he's like kissing her or like whatever. Uh-huh. You know? It's like sometimes you know something's going to happen, but you don't care enough to think yeah. about it. Oh, sorry, not, not the uh, nicest person, I'll say. Sorry, that Dr. Manhattan. Sorry, babe. Also, there's, since there's not enough RuPaul's Drag Race um, references in our podcast anymore, I just want to say every time somebody says teleports to Mars, I do think of that, um, the clip from, I think, All Stars 1. 
where Tammy Brown goes, come on, Teletubbies, teleport us to Mars. That's pretty good. I don't there you go. so. know that. Okay. And then she That's all, then you, she says, all I got for you. I'm and then on she Mars. says, I'm on Mars. And that's what we're in the says, watch ha! for. Ha! Acting. That is what I would say if I was on Mars. I'm on mm. Mars. I'm on Mars. I'm on Mars. You know yeah. what? <laughs> yes. I don't think that this movie holds up great. No, but do you know what movie ha- does hold up great? Suicide yeah. Squad 2016 holds up great. And here's the second best reason. Okay. And here, let me just show you the picture. It took them seven years, but they managed to make a movie that holds up great. Actually, here, I'm going to show you the picture that's attached to this, and I want you to guess what the item is going to be. Okay. Jum. (laughs) That's right. Number two, jum. Yeah, jum. Jum. Is it Harley in the Joker's romance? So this is the jum picture. This is just a picture of jum. It is is the jum. This is clown chowder. Is is the thing, is it Harley and Joker's relationship? Is that thing? Number two, the soundtrack. What? <laughs> I mean, I guess you got to put a picture with when it. it jumps. Due to the negative reception surrounding the movie, the decision to incorporate mainstream tracks Sucker for Pain, Gangsta, among others, was criticized for giving preference for presentation over story quality. <laughs> However, removing the weight of expectations allows for the soundtrack to shine as it does tie in with character traits. Now you can just watch it and listen to the nice music and snap your fingers along. Yeah. It's like Doesn't the part where they means. play like flying to the city yeah, as they're they, flying they, to the city. They play Spirit in the Sky when they're in right. a helicopter. When they're in a helicopter. Or like how they they played the jum song. Over <laughs> yes, they played I'm Only Happy When It Jumps over the jump song. It's a jump musical yeah. number. The hard-hitting yeah. track accompanying the team gives off the sense of thrill they bring and sets the mood for their <laughs> mischievous antics to follow. Their Soundtrack m- quality is still not antics. stressed upon as much in the superhero genre. <sighs> do they mean soundtrack quality or do they mean like soundtrack CD-able quality? I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't exist. Yeah, no, they never made, they right. never made a movie called that. Uh, making Suicide Squad a worthy exception for those who prefer music to go hand-in-hand with visual appeal. It didn't rekindle a love of music from the 70s for a new generation. For people who want to listen to music but don't know how to without watching a movie. I just don't know where to find new music these days. So much visual appeal. I want to listen to the Seven Nation Army, but I don't. Really good-looking movie. Yeah. What's that number one? We say as we're looking at the fucking jump picture well here look at this instead <laughs> <laughs> what is it what's number the one man? the main reason that suicide squad has aged well uh-huh figure this shit out is superhero cameos that highlight the cinematic universe i don't even know how to respond uh, to this i didn't even know i would argue that that is one of the main reasons that it hasn't aged well is that ben affleck batman is in it at the end mm-hmm. oh my god and the flash don't the, forget and the, flash. the beginning don't forget the flash oh that's true he is in it at the beginning the dceu has moved away for oh yeah no you're right it's bruce wayne at the end and Batman at the beginning. And the Flash in the middle. Yeah. And the Flash is... It, well, and the Flash. The DCEU has moved away from the shared universe style it had up until Justice well, it League. Well, also would have been Steppenwolf, originally. Or no. What? Was it just the Incubus and Enchantress work for <gasps> Steppenwolf? No, I think you're right. I feel like I did read that. Because, like, the, the Incubus... It sounds like something. The Incubus rig 
that they used for, like, the mocap rig that they used for that animation was very similar to a Steppenwolf rig. Yes, no, you are right. Uh, the The original plan was for Steppenwolf to be the villain and the Putty Patrol would have been Parademons. Uh. Oh. But they they ended up uh, cutting that. It's, it sounds like fairly early on. Mm. And they decided to put him in uh, Justice League instead. And thank God they did. Let's be honest. So this movie is good because Batman is in it. I, I'm so happy now. That, I'm so happy that Steppenwolf wasn't relegated to this movie. He wouldn't be now. nearly as cute. Now the movies very rarely feature crossovers between superheroes, making Suicide Squad a great watch as it contains plenty of material that highlights the fact that multiple heroes are present in the wider universe. What the fuck are you talking about? I just like to remember that Batman exists. What the fuck are they talking about? Oh, there's no multiverse. There's no crossovers between superhero movies nowadays. The term cinematic universe has never meant anything less than it does in the year of our Lord 2022. Yeah, but but I mean, <laughs> I think like, they mean DC specifically. How many times has the there Peacemaker been... show is the most recent thing, and the Justice it's League not, was it, in it, that. It, 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 Da, 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 da. To be fair, True. to be fair, this was written uh, before it. This was written uh, a year ago. Whatever. The Snyder Cut Justice had just come, had come out. out. But no, that's what they're saying is that up until Justice League, they had a lot of characters crossing over. And then after Justice League, they didn't. I wonder why. Because the movie they also was... didn't have a lot of media. Oh, it's probably because Justice League aged so well. But I mean, they're, they are they are right though about the fact that the characters haven't really been crossing over. Like, there's a neck there down is... Superman appearance in Shazam, but that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. There's an Aquaman reference in. Shazam. I mean, that's how I re- prefer it. But yeah, the Wonder Woman movies are just that's her. How I prefer yeah. it, to be honest. They are. They're not wrong. I mean, they're they are wrong, but the facts are correct. Uh, cameos from Batman and the Flash hold up well. No, especially since the heroes haven't shown up much in the following years. Yeah. I would argue that that's why it doesn't I wonder hold up. Why, I wonder why they. I wonder <laughs> why they haven't shown up. Because Ben Affleck is not going to appear again, besides the stuff that he's already filmed for the Flash, and who knows what's I going mean, to happen. What, with what do you think the over under is on the Flash actually making it to theaters? I think it's going to be know. in the theater. Okay. Yeah. They released the third Harry Potter. That's true. Movie that I forgot. Fantastic Beasts. Jesus. Christ. Yeah, but also they took Johnny Depp. But out that of was it. like, and that was also like. The True, last but they one, left Ezra right? Miller. Like they did leave Ezra Miller. <laughs> Have, are the Shriek Shack going to do an episode uh, on that? Uh, I think they said that they're going to once it comes to streaming. Okay. Batman looks so miserable in this picture. He always yeah, does because he's he's, tra- he's, he's trapped. <laughs> he's like a little miserable. He's like trapped. Ladies and gentlemen, boy. the man you're here to see, Kanye West. He, he's like his <laughs> his his cowl is like a chastity cage. Like <laughs> there's just no mobility in that thing. Cameos yeah. from Batman and the Flash hold up well, especially since the heroes haven't shown up much in the following years. It also helps that they have good chemistry with the villains in their scenes, giving these special appearances an evergreen quality. Oh, yeah, good chemistry. Like when mm-hmm. Batman punches Deadshot in the in the neck and Deadshot's going uh, 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 on the floor. Remember and Batman's that like, incredible chemistry I hate you. that Ezra Miller had with Jai Courtney when they were on screen yeah, together when he for ran half a into, second? Yeah, when he ran into him and ran away. <laughs> When he hilariously just pu- pushed him the instead of killing him. That's one of my favorite pushing him jokes. Yeah, and yeah. running away. That was so funny. These scenes serve as a reminder for DCEU fans of today, of the pot- of today, of today, of the potential for the characters to cross over in the future. 
<laughs> this movie is the only thing that lets people remember that movies can have well, you know, superheroes in them. With the future's looking so dark, the past looks a little brighter every day. God. Thank you, Screen Rant, as always. Thank you, Screen Rant. Thank you, Screen Rant. <laughs> theme dish. Theme dish. <laughs> um, <laughs> so who won well, this It's week? like a theme dish, like the uh, when you get like the Pikachu-shaped curry. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you, it's like when you're making snacks for the uh, Super Bowl, and all of the snacks are like football, mm-hmm. <laughs> little football shapes, and like, <laughs> it's like a kid's birthday party where they get like a Batman yes. cake. Mm-hmm. Yes, <sighs> I think I and Batman plates. I think I had a General Grievous cake. I remember Amazing. seeing a lot of commercials for theme dishes. You remember Zoo Palace? Yeah, I, I'm not. I guess that's a theme. Mm-hmm. Animals are a theme. Safari is the theme. The theme, yeah. Well, zoo. Right. Zoo pals make eating fun. Well, that's that's this episode. That's this episode, and that's this screen rant. That's it. Thank God there's only one left. Can we we read, like, three screen rant articles next episode? Yeah, mostly screen rant. (laughs) Top ten squids. I also think that there's, like, yeah, a lot of difference to address in the way that the end of the the movie (laughs) is versus the the end of the comic, which is what we're about these days, is reading the comic and comparing it to the movie. Uh, Uh, But, you know. Yeah, I guess. I've been your host, Gigalithic, this week. Uh, as I am every week, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gigalithic, uh, or you can find me, that box over there, you know, the one to the right of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm in there. But if you check oh, inside, fuck. I'm gonna be gone. No, I can see you. It's a clear acrylic, uh, case. I'm standing very oh. still. Damn. <laughs> Not a dinosaur. Uh... Well, yeah, they've also painted their body old. to look like the background. I'm not that much older than you. You can also find my <laughs> art in uh, the acclaimed video game Paradise Killer, available on PC, Switch, Xbox, PS4 and 5, and Xbox Game Pass. Uh, play game, please. Play game. I'm Sam. Nice. You can find me on Twitter at PosiStress, or you can find me on playstation and you'll see uh that it says that i'm playing final fantasy 15 but make no mistake that doesn't mean that i like it no you shouldn't it just means that i'm trying to understand it well that's a fool's errand uh what are you you trying to find understand final fantasy 15 or final fantasy generally i'm trying to understand if i if i like final fantasy 15 Okay, yeah, I think that's the struggle that we're all facing. I've settled on no, and I know it's not a complete understanding. Sorry, I know I cut out. I know it's not a complete understanding of, of like, my feelings towards it, but I think that no is good enough for me right now to, I can live with no. (laughs) I'm kind of leaning towards no. Yeah. But we'll see. Hey, Val. Hi. Who are you? I'm, I'm, I'm Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub. Um, second B stands for Jum. No. And you can also find me the on my silent. podcast, LMNOP, where I talk about elementary. That feels like cheating. Where... Are you allowed to do that? I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want, Sam. The first time I ever did it, the B stood for Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know so, if I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if it started, if it did stand for something, it starts with a B. I stand for Val. That would probably be great. That would probably be really nice. I support my friends. If it did, but it doesn't today. Okay. Damn. Today, the second B stands for jump. You can find me on LMNOP, where I talk about elementary. 
which is on noisepace.xyz. Speaking of elementary, of- about Element Up we're hosted by noisepace.xyz, <laughs> host of many uh, a great podcasts. Uh, the Iron Shuffle's done. Uh, so glad you interrupted my segue to say the same segue, I, but you say yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's important to, to me. Um, uh, There's also Kyle XY, a show that's also what? ended on Noise Space. It's about Kyle XY by Sam and Jor- uh, Jorgen. Let's see, what, what shows are over on um, Noise Space? Jurgen It, about the secret life of the American teenager. Henry Kissinger's Pokemon going to die, probably. Yeah. More or less. It lives on. <laughs> you know, HKIP is less of a podcast and more of a people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a state of mind. I'm I'm warm in my room and I'd like to be done with the podcast. Lethal Restore, week. we're done. Hey, until next time, keep on beaning. Did we have a... No, we just said bye. Watch you later. <laughs> bye. I don't, bye. I feel like that can't possibly be right. No, it's, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. Beans. Goodbye. Beans. Good beans. Good beans.